An inconvenience has become a crisis in recent days. It's hard to believe this could happen in America. But nationwide, up to 40% of baby formula is out of stock. And some fear it might take months to recover. Walgreens, CVS, and Target are limiting how much formula one customer can buy at a time. Traces of harmful bacteria were found in a Michigan formula plant, causing recalls and shutting down the factory. Much of the formula produced in Europe doesn't meet FDA requirements, and most Canadian-made formula is restricted even if it meets the guidelines. It's a sad fact that even the most helpless people often suffer in our world. Many babies need formula. And it may be at least six weeks before the situation improves. But we can know that our Lord is the father of the fatherless and protector of widows. We can trust him. Welcome to Haven Today here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And this is a program we're calling Unplanned. In the next few minutes, we're going to visit Hollywood. I want you to join me in a studio as we have a conversation with the three people who helped turn Abby Johnson's story into a major feature film. That was really my heart for the film Mm -hmm. going into it was that this would be um, a movie that would help bring redemption help bring vindication for women who have had abortions who feel like their voices have been silenced that they could look to this film and say if you want to know what i went through it's on that screen the real abby johnson sharing in an interview her hopes of what this movie will bring about yes the movie did receive an r rating you'll hear in a moment how this seemed very biased and unjust yet there's an irony to it as well because in california A young woman under 17 could not see this movie without her parents. Yet that same young woman could visit an abortion clinic without her parents' knowledge or consent and choose to end the life of an unborn child. Stick around and hear how so many obstacles were thrown in the path of unplanned. Yet time after time, the Lord kept opening closed doors so this important movie could be seen. After you hear this conversation, I'll invite you to make contact with us. And for your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you a copy of the movie on DVD. Our phone number for after the program is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Our web address where you can view the trailer is haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. So get ready for a trip to Hollywood as Haven Today opens with the title song from the movie Unplanned. A song sung by Matthew West. I'm looking at a masterpiece. I'm staring at a work of art. I'm listening to a symphony in every beat of your tiny heart. You used to be a choice to make, but now I think you've chosen me. Cause I see ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes And I know this is meant to be Oh, I don't believe in accidents Miracles, they don't just happen by chance As long as my God holds the world in His hands I know that there's no such thing as unplanned 
theme song from the motion picture called Unplanned, sung by Matthew West. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Our executive producer and I spent part of a day at a Hollywood production company and met up with the team who produced the film that I just mentioned, Unplanned. I'm Troy. Troy, yeah. how are you? I'm Charles Morris. Hello, Good Charles. to meet you. Come on in, guys. Let me introduce okay. you to everyone, and then we'll... Okay, okay great. Sure. Sure. The area in Hollywood is Burbank, where Carrie Solomon and Chuck Konzelman, the directors and writers of Unplanned, is just down the road from Warner Brothers and Walt Disney Studios. These men moved to Los Angeles from the East Coast 30 years ago to make movies. They've been friends even longer. Carrie explained how they met. My mom and dad divorced, like I said, and what happened, my mom moved us out to Jersey, and he was the kid next door, and we oh, known each other. He's the godfather to my son, best man at my wedding, best friend. You guys have been lifelong friends. Yeah, forever. Almost. Forever. For okay. years. Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> he follows me around. Now, I've been trying oh, to get rid of him for all goodness. that time. But, uh, no, yeah, and we believe that the Lord brought us together for this purpose. Yeah. And what a purpose wow. the Lord has given them. Both Carrie and Chuck had worked on all sorts of films and TV projects, but over the last decade, the Lord has given them opportunities to produce and write Christian films like Do You Believe? and God's Not Dead 1 and 2. But Unplanned is the film that has really pushed them into the mainstream discussion about abortion, censorship, and freedom. More about that in a moment, but it's interesting that neither of them were that interested in the story of Unplanned, when it first was presented to them. We're sitting at a coffee shop, as we often do, and we're looking for an idea, and, you know, what are we going to do? And we were talking about doing a Western with Clint Eastwood. We had this thing that we were doing, and they wanted to see it, and so on and so forth. We were all excited. Oh, man, it would be great. We'll do this. And a girl we know by the name of Megan Harrington uh, walks up to us, and she says, hey, guys, uh, I think you should make this movie. And she gives us the Unplanned book, and we look at it. We're very nice because we love Megan, 
Uh, and then she parts after, you know, half an hour or whatever. And we start giggling and laughing because, like, come on, it's a chick flick. Abortion? No. We, we are in our wheelhouse writing about angry men firing powerful handguns at one another. Right. We made a mistake because we think we're doing a Western. We had it all planned and everything. We go back to the office and we made the mistake of praying. Lord, I know we're doing a Western. We really want to do a Western. Please, Lord, you know, that's good. Uh, but, we, you know, we pray on everything. And we're doing a Western, Right? Right? What I really want you no to do answer. is this. And we're like, oh, man. We read the book and it flattened us. And we just said, wow, this is a mighty work here. Mm. This is like biblical. I mean, this is a biblical situation, a biblical time, and a biblical story that can change everything. And, uh, and then he has used it for his glory. So we're okay with that. Little did Carrie and Chuck know how they would be used to rekindle the conversation about abortion in North America. But before they faced biased reviews and a bizarre R rating, they had one big challenge in pre-production. They had given the lead role to three different actors, only to hear each woman turn down the role because their agent believed the film would harm their career. And that's how powerful the pro-abortion narrative is in Hollywood. The last actor bailed on them just a few days before the production began in Oklahoma. And that's where Carrie told me about a miracle. We're in the car and I start tearing up and I, 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 we go into a prayer and I said, Lord, we want to find someone who loves you. So what happens is a couple of days go by, the last picture on my desk is this, is this is girl this again. Woman? And I'm like, I passed on this girl three times, so I'm getting a little upset. You know, who brought the picture? And then an email comes in from the girl. I love the Lord. So, okay, I, I get it. You love the Lord, but if, you, if you're, can you act, right? <laughs> it's not enough to love Jesus. You've got to be able to act. You know, and we've got millions of dollars at stake here. We just spent every dollar we had. We've got 200 people waiting to go to work. You've got 25 trucks. Making movies is expensive. Yeah. People don't realize. And on Monday morning at 5 a.m., you better be rolling. It's Thursday evening, late. And we can't start. We don't have a person, right? Sure. We have to make it so you're all... Out of nowhere, the girl... We get on the phone with this girl, and, I, and we tested her. I said, test her. Tell her she's got to get on the plane now for two and a half months. And she says, okay. And I'm like, darn. You know? Because <laughs> I don't want this girl bored. I want someone else. And I'm fighting... She didn't have time no. to wash clothes. She had to put dirty clothes in a suitcase and climb on an airplane. Monday morning, and we haven't had a chance to work with her. But on she's in the, she's in the, the chair... Her mom calls her, hey, baby, where are you? And she says, oh, I'm in, oh, I'm sorry, mom. I was going to call you later. I'm in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I'm doing a movie. What's it about? Well, Ashley knew her mom had told her earlier that she had aborted her older sister. And she said, but I would never do that to you, sweetheart. I would never have done that to you. Okay? And so that's and the... And that was a lie. That, that was yeah. the myth, right? Nice so the mom finds out she's on a pro-life movie, and the mother starts to cry. And Ashley said to us after, she said, I knew immediately. She said, what's, what's wrong, Ma? Uh, don't, don't be upset. And she's like, I have a confession. Uh, 30 years ago, your dad and I, we pawned the family shotgun to pay for your abortion. I walked into Planned Parenthood. I got up on the table. I was on the table... And the doctor was preparing to, to do it. And this nurse comes into the room, and she's so, she's like eight months pregnant. She's so pregnant. And I looked at her, 
And I rolled off the table and staggered out and ran out it of the plane. freaked her out to think about that this nurse was carrying to term, and here she was, you know. He said, be... you were meant to be aborted. Can God cook or what? 30 years ago, she's going to get aborted. Now she becomes the face of the pro-life world? On the day, the next day we're shooting? Unbelievable. What a behind-the-scene movie story. Thankfully, the film was made, and Ashley Bratcher, who played Dabby Johnson, did a remarkable job portraying her. But that didn't mean the challenges were over. Really, they were only beginning when they were given notice that the film would receive an R rating. It didn't really surprise us that we got an R because we knew how hostile the industry is overall. What was surprising was how how deep an R it was as far as they were concerned. So what they actually made it easy for us... The, the changes which they proposed for us to remove the R rating was basically to strip everything that had to do with abortion out of the film. It was the only way we were going to not get it wrong. Well, like, okay, this this is really... I mean, if, 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 it was nip and, if it was nip and tuck a frame here or two, yeah. but it was like, lose the sequence, which is... which, which is the animated sequence. Yes. They wanted that removed. They wanted that out. They wanted the shower scene done. They wanted the young girl's bleed out done. All of these... All of which, by the way, are not at all beyond what you could see on network broadcasting. But I also want to point out, by the way, unfortunately, they used Christians' virtue against them. They knew by giving an R, what would happen is that Christians would not go to the movie. And you know what? I got to say to those Christians, you know, you got to, you got to, you got to think that you're in a battle here. They gave us an R. Franklin Graham, who we love and has been very supportive, said. This R is not an R. This R is for recommend. Okay? <laughs> the R rating created this this upside down, down the rabbit hole situation where uh, in California, a 15-year-old girl can go, for that matter, a 13-year-old girl, a 12-year-old girl, can go get an abortion without her parents' knowledge or permission, but she can't go see the movie that contains the, the idea of abortion. Mm. It did certainly become a talking point, and it, got, it did create press. It well, it goes back to awareness. what the Lord says. He will take good from all evil, right? We knew we were unjustly given an R, but look what the Lord does. He says, okay. And he told us in the beginning, he said, every sling and arrow they send it you, right? Am I saying mm-hmm. that he would turn it around and he would, he would throw it back at them? So The R rating created a great discussion in the Christian world. The movie has no blatant bad language, nudity, or violence, but what it does contain is a very honest discussion about how abortion ends a human life. But it also shows the hope and forgiveness one can find in the Lord. And that's exactly what Abby Johnson found as she left Planned Parenthood. Carrie and Chuck shared one more challenge that they didn't expect, systematic censorship as they began to market and exhibit the film. No major television channel let them buy ads outside of Fox News and CBN, so they turned to social media. But even there, their ads were either blocked or suppressed or altogether dropped. Despite all these challenges and more, countries like Canada and Ireland basically not letting the film screen in their theaters, the movie has been connecting and changing lives. Kerry read a comment that was left on a popular Hollywood trade paper about a young woman who was pro-choice until she went and watched the movie. I was not part of the choir by any means, but it challenged my thinking entirely. I've heard all the arguments and I've had all the logical rebuttals, but to actually see it, it just made it indefensible and it cut the legs out from under me. 
any intellectually honest pro-choicer should be willing to test their beliefs and some lame Christian film wouldn't be a threat, I told myself. All my best talking points dissolved in the light of this portrayal. It doesn't even attempt to make Planned Parenthood workers villains. Hmm. I'm at a loss because this was fundamental to my belief system and now I find it insupportable. As a woman, I cannot ever again claim to be pro-woman and stand in favor of abortion. I'm out. Chris Jones, one of Unplanned's producers, was with us last week in Hollywood. He's a little more reserved than Carrie, but he shared with us two takeaways about this movie. And there's two things that people walk away with in a big way from having seen the movie. Is one is to really see the humanity in the womb. And that was something that for Abby, when she saw on that screen, she had been part of the abortion industry for years. But when she saw on that screen the humanity in the womb, it rocked her world. It changed her whole her whole belief on it. And then and then as well with what Chuck was just talking about, the compassion for women and men that have been touched by abortion is is huge. And I think that the way that it's handled and having a lot of compassion and love and the healing that comes from the movie, I think will have a ripple effect for years and years to come. If you've listened to Haven Today for any length of time, you know I love to ask those I'm interviewing who Jesus is to them. So I was curious how these Hollywood Christians would answer that question. For the sake of time, we'll just share Carrie's response. You know, he's incomprehensible. How do you comprehend somebody who, with a breath, created everything? Not only the earth, but the universe, the stars, the light, the sun, and keeps them in position and place. You know, how do you comprehend something that gives your heart the ability to beat? And it's not a machine. It doesn't have a battery. It just beats, right? How do you comprehend the breath that comes out of your lungs just constantly working. I mean, our very essence coming from dust to flesh, you know, how do you comprehend that? So he's incomprehensible, but I also think we are all humbled. I, I know that Chuck and Chris agree. Every day we come to work, we're humbled. He's our, he's our life. You know, we, without God, there is only death. He not only is incomprehensible, but what did he do? He came to earth to suffer for us. And what we know here is our God came to earth to be spit on, to be cursed, to be beaten, to be crucified, and to suffer every sin that would ever be, he has already paid for that. And so when you contemplate that, you start contemplating that, you could sit in place for, for days contemplating it. So to us, he's everything. For me personally, there is nothing else. I love my family, I love my country, uh, I try to love my neighbors, I do everything wrong, okay, every day, a thousand times. But... Our God is so great that I can say, forgive me, and he'll forgive me again. And how do you comprehend that? How do you, and he's always, every time I've failed, every time I've fallen, every place I go, he always picks me up. He always lifts us up. And so I got to a point in my life where I couldn't say no anymore. He was so good, so loving, so caring to spit on somebody like that or to live a life that he is not pleased with, to offend him. You just say, I'm not a human being. What kind of man would I be? So it came down to literally the core, the essence of what I am, is if I want to consider myself a real man, I have to love God. Mm. And so when you put it into that, I mean, that's, I think all of us in this, we just love God. Mm. And we don't do anything right. But it's okay, because he, he understands what he's wrought. And, you know, mm. so it makes him God. Mm. All praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to his name. Amen. Amen. You cause the sun to rise You make the waves 
right to the shore. Only marvel at your ways. With every breath, we praise you, Lord. From the dust in your own image, you formed in us that we.
Special thanks again to Carrie Solomon, Chuck Konzelman, and Chris Jones for letting us hang out with them in Hollywood. Isn't it encouraging to hear they're Christians in Los Angeles making movies that have a kingdom impact? As I said earlier, you need to decide whether to watch the movie Unplanned or maybe even show it to others who need to see a film about abortion from a Christian perspective. In 85 years, we've never offered an R-rated movie. We're doing this after much discussion and prayer. The average PG-13 is more violent and uses stronger language than Unplanned. The rating on this reflects the tragedy that exists with abortion. You decide. But as you heard one of the producers say, this movie will help you see the humanity in the unborn child and show you through Abby Johnson's personal and true story that healing and forgiveness come from the Lord for all of us who've been affected by abortion. Here's our phone number to call right now to decide the issue for yourself. 800-654-2836. That's 800-654-2836. On our website, we've put up the trailer for the movie, and you can choose to get it that way. Haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Join me tomorrow. We'll return to Hollywood, but we'll also hear firsthand from a person who can share their experience with abortion. I'm Charles Morris. Come back Tuesday, when we'll address this sobering issue of the day in light of the great story that's all about Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. I think Christians should be the happiest people in the world. No, I don't mean always a smile on the face pretending like everything's all right. That kind of play acting belongs on Broadway. I mean happy in the way God's Word describes in the very first line of the very first psalm. It's translated blessed because it speaks to the depths of our soul. Blessed means happy, but not so happy-go-lucky. Blessed is the one who steers clear of sin and meditates on the Word day and night. Blessed, happy, are those who seek refuge in the Lord. Our circumstances might give us every reason to be sad, but in Christ we're blessed. That's a reason to be happy. Find the teaching you need reading God's Word. Visit GetAnchorToday.org.